0: It's so difficult to really change.
1: Difficult? <laughs> why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good is as easy as taking your first step. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking across the floor. Put one foot in front of the other. And soon you'll be walking out the door You never will get
0: where you are Hi, hello, welcome to 4 Feet Running, episode 64 What's up with that? I don't know <laughs>
2: Hey, I'm Nick
0: I'm Dan, I just felt like doing that for some reason
2: And this is not a race day
0: You're joking
2: No, I but thought you know we what next r- episode probably will be
0: Right, because we're doing a race <laughs> in a couple of weeks
2: But you know what it is? It's our
0: anniversary that is correct this is the second year anniversary of four feet running
2: and your anniversary your second anniversary of running
0: period yes
2: yeah. i forgot <laughs> until you mentioned it on twitter yeah i just happened Can to I read go. your tweets <laughs> i check up on you
0: someone reads my tweets out there i'm not just shouting in the wilderness <laughs>
2: If you ever get across President we yeah. go for a six-mile run.
0: We're at home in Fall River. We haven't ridden, run in Fall River in a while. We're podcasted.
2: We haven't actually run together very
0: much. Not a whole lot, no. But say it, we haven't done a podcast just from around our neighborhood in a long time. No. But I figure that's what we would do today for the second anniversary. Do six miles. It's a big six-mile loop. Yep. That gives us exactly six miles. Starts at our house, goes around like a series of major streets, ends up exactly six miles. It's nice.
2: Well, You get to see cows. Yeah. I saw a baby little baby calf sleeping in the uh, in the long grass in the shade.
0: So
2: cute. They look like Stanley.
0: Well, Stanley's also sort of like white and brown and big. So. Oh, wow, it's the puppy.
2: Yeah, I, want a tiny puppy. No, I want a puppy. I <laughs> want
0: a puppy. Can we have a puppy? That
2: one's cute.
0: I want a little puppy. It looks like they're wow. filming a Purina commercial over there. It's so cute.
2: It's like the most perfect looking dog. <laughs> no, no, not three dogs. Uh, no. All right. <laughs> <little> puppy one. <laughs> <Am I? laughs> is that doggy in the window uh, uh, the one with the waggly tail how much is that doggy in the window uh, uh, I do hope that doggy's.
0: so yeah the full the six mile loop we take actually goes to one of the more remote areas of Fall River
2: not the most remote because the most remote place actually has buffalo yes and ostriches we actually have like a this is a real city
0: yeah this is a city of just under a hundred thousand people and uh, we have inner city stuff you know we We have
2: have our heroin we have crimes involving olive oil
0: yeah (laughs) go back a couple episodes you'll hear all about the olive oil bandit
2: (laughs) although a few people got shot lately so we got that too
0: true yeah but on the outskirts of the city, you have people with little farms. It's amazing, you know. It doesn't take very long.
2: No, my uh, my ten mile route, which is an out and back, so five miles out, I see horses.
0: Let's see. So if you do a six mile loop, you see cows. Mm-hmm. Ten is the horses.
2: Yeah, and if we did, I think it's like sixteen. We'd see the buffalo, but That's it goes right. through the scary part where people go to die.
0: Yeah, there's in a, not
2: so pretty ways through the forest.
0: Yeah, there's a state forest here. But no, the,
2: we've had major serial killers come yeah. and reach their bodies there or kill people.
0: Yeah, cult killings and stuff.
2: Yeah, it's really unsafe.
0: Yeah.
2: That's well, why I'm afraid of the woods. You know, that's one of the reasons why I don't trail on. Because I'm actually really, really petrified of the woods.
0: We grew up with all kinds of stories about, like, oh, yeah, there's a nice little state forest over there. Don't go in. That's where they deal with heroin. Yeah, well, <laughs> and what they the body. when the
2: serial killer was, like, like, he was chopping everybody's heads off. Okay, there's that forest, but there's other trails around in the area. Well, you still have to drive, for like 45 minutes, to say the Blue Hills up around Boston. But just recently, somebody found a smoldering, burning body not too far from... and now I'm afraid. Like, somebody was hiking, and it was still smoking.
0: Yeah, some hiker found it. (laughs) Smoldering on fire.
2: So, that means the killer wasn't that far away.
0: Probably not, no.
2: I'm not going into the woods. I don't know. I wonder what other trail runners think of the woods. They seem to like it. The ones on Twitter. I'm actually really afraid. If you scream, there's no one to help.
0: It's not exactly, like, friendly, you know, nice little... Ooh, look at the chipmunks in the woods. No, it's like looking for the heroin, addicts. They're going
2: to come and kill you and chop your head off, Or your hands. Remember that guy with the trunk of hands?
0: Yeah, a couple of criminals had... Uh, this is getting really morbid for the anniversary show, but it was a, a couple of criminals had uh, killed somebody, and then they cut his hands off, dumped them in the trunk of the car. They were driving around. They were going to dump the hands somewhere else. Yeah. They already dumped the body. They just had the hand. Yeah, they got pulled over for like having too much crap dangling from the rearview mirror. Yeah. And the cops like, What's in your truck? Yeah. Notice like they were like kind of covered in blood and stuff. Uh, hmm, can I check? just take a look at the <laughs> trunk, please? Sure, officer. What seems to be the problem? Oh my god! <laughs> Thank God for our police officers. Huh? They
2: yeah. have their hands
0: full. Oh. 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 Well done. Well done. <laughs> Anyway, I'm glad to hear your news. We're not going that far today.
2: No. (laughs) You've heard the story of Little Red Riding
1: Hood. Good, 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 good. And how she became a lonesome babe in the
0: woods.
1: Not so good. Lost in the woods. Where the tall tree But in what nobody knows Hollywood. Westwood.
2: This is your six miles and your first long run of the training plan,
0: right? Yes, it is. I had a summer maintenance plan picked out, but...
2: Did you do any of that?
0: <laughs> I didn't really go so well.
2: <laughs> you barely did any of that. Yeah. Every week you kept saying, oh, I'll start it next week. <laughs> I'm like, well, honey, there's not so many weeks left.
0: <laughs> yeah, I... That uh, didn't work out, so I decided I should just make a half-nare, on plan. That, uh... should extends from now until then.
2: Yeah, it was... You got 19 weeks. Yeah. And... You, This is your first week down. It's 15 weeks till Philly now. Which means I'm officially starting to train with my Fitzy Girl plan.
0: Uncle Fitzy.
2: Uncle Fitzy. Well, I tried doing a lactic threshold run, which is basically a a tempo run. Uh That's what happens when you read the book and learn things. I didn't know what a lactic threshold run was for a long time.
0: Uh, (laughs) It had something to do with milk. Yeah. The lactate threshold run. (laughs)
2: to look for girls the heat has been horrible for the past two days and I've been trying to go out and do an eight mile uh, tempo run and I got like halfway there and I'm just dead from the the sun yeah we finally do have sun except that it went from in two weeks it went from 60 and rain and kind of cold to 80 and sunny and incredibly humid and we're all adjusting some local people on the daily mile who they've been saying they've been running at noon to help get adjusted to the heat.
0: Yeah.
2: I've been mean, okay at 75, not 85.
0: It wasn't much of a transition period. No. Very cold and wet. Now it's just really warm and wet. I know they bitching about the weather, but that's all we do in New England, so. Yeah. Coming some slack.
2: If you live in New England, you probably bitch about the weather. Yeah. And if if you don't come live in New England for a little while, you'll end up bitching about the weather. The weather systems for the past couple of years have been kind of odd. There's been a lot more rain during the spring. The summers, like August, have been super hot, yeah. hotter than they used to be. And we've gotten a lot more snow in the winter than we used to do this year.
0: In keeping with the theory of global climate change, the seasons have been getting more like themselves, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. When it's winter, it's f***ing winter. Yeah. Lots and lots of snow. Rather
2: than evenness.
0: Yeah, rather than being more temperate. When it's hot, it is f***ing hot.
2: Yeah. When it's spring, it rains. Yeah. It rains. Yeah. It, rains. Yeah.
0: it rains. <laughs> mm-hmm. so this just gets more extreme. Wow. You're <laughs> more bitching about the land. Anyway. How's
2: that? I'm excited to start 50. I'm not sure how, you know, how prepared I am for it all, but we'll see. Uh, my knee's all better. Yay! My ankle is almost all better. Very good. It's, it's still hurting once in a while. Mostly in the morning because, like I said, it doesn't usually hurt during runs. Just in the morning and sometimes when I go down the stairs one mile to with the willow
0: tree. Yeah, here we go. The famous willow tree.
2: I've been kind of in a funk. Yeah. A running funk, a work funk, a life funk. One of those funks. Yeah. So that's been really affecting my everything. <laughs> Not in the best of moods. My, I've been trying to work on having just happy runs. I've had two so far. <laughs> Since April. Oh. I mean, thoroughly really all happy to at the end, kind on of a run. Like I've had good runs in the beginning, and then they, I just peter out. Yeah. I gotta start breaking that pattern. I'm not sure why, what, or how to fix it, but
0: I'm just working on it. When your joints injured, it's not a good uh, way to go out and run.
2: No, that, that was a real disruption, but. Oh, no, I mean, I've been feeling better this week because I've been, um, you know, no process anything, <laughs> except for hammer gels and soy milk. that's <laughs> about it. I have heat today.
0: Oh, dear. I like heat. We bought a, a big oh. container of melon-flavored heat from Hammer. You've been liking it, you?
2: Yeah, I do. It's I mean, the- not too many scoops.
0: Like, one scoop is good in, like, 20 ounces. Heat is the hamburger sort of Gatorade kind of thing. Yeah. High energy electrolyte drink.
2: Yeah, you know, I find it a lot easier on my stomach. I like the taste a lot. It tastes like
0: watermelons. Cantaloupes.
2: Cantaloupes and honeydew all together. But yeah, I find the flavor nice and light. And enough of my electrolyte needs for an hour.
0: Right. You don't like the flavor? No, I don't.
2: But I, I think it's because you had to use two and a half scoops.
0: Yeah, well, actually, according of course, to the chart. According to the book, they want me to use just three. Oh. I said, uh, that seems like quite a bit.
2: That's 300 calories. It's like 100 calories a scoop.
0: Yeah. So. You have some, you know, you put the powder, you mix it in the water, in your water bottle. Yeah, 300 calories. So, I thought that'd be like, just way too much, so. Yeah maybe i should try two and a half i'll cut it down to two and a half i just thought maybe i'll try with less yeah see if i can get away with it it's also expensive, <laughs> expensive <Yeah. laughs> i made it funny so i tried two and a half, and it tasted like a mouthful of liquid bubblegum
2: yeah yeah i had a sip it wasn't so great Ooh. One scoop and 20 ounces of water. It's nice and light. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I have to have more in the the bottle because I weigh more. and
2: sweat more.
0: I sweat a lot more. So I'd be losing a lot more salt. But Christ almighty. Yeah, it would really bubble on me. Plus, I'm not that big a melon fan to begin with. I don't like the flavor of it. Like, ugh, Wait, I are you
2: gonna know. stick to Endura light capsules?
0: Yeah, that's what I brought with me today. Just Brought some Endura light caps, some plain water.
2: And we still have Gatorade. Yeah, I but still have... It, still, it bothers you too.
0: It makes me burp.
2: Uh, uh, I do try an Endura light capsule. Wouldn't that's pretty easy for somebody who can't take pills very well.
0: <laughs> you have to. I gotta treat you like a like a dog <laughs> no. when you take pills get a hold of my nose and shove it down there. Yeah, blow in your nostrils. So you instinctively swallow, massage your neck. And then you still go like, I <laughs> can hide it under my tongue. Very clever that way. Well, see, what you do is you, yeah, I keep telling you, you tipped your head forward. Oh. You, take pills. you know, you gotta tip it back. I can't do that, though. And I feel like I'm gonna choke. You know, you swallow it. I can't help
2: it. <laughs> used to be a choker as a kid.
0: I used to choke on everything. Yeah, <laughs> surprise I'm surprised I'm still alive. <laughs> See, I'm a good pill taker. I can take horse pills dry. I never could take any pills. I'd have to mash them up. Put in stuff. Yeah, put a little butter around it.
1: going so
2: anyway, two years ago I bet you weren't thinking that you'd talking about half marathon training and uh capsules. No. Why not?
0: No. Two years ago that willow tree was like half an hour away from me. <laughs> I could never get to it. But- Willow trees Up a hill So I always had trouble Getting up there That was really like My first big milestone When I was able to reach The willow tree and Then come back That's a two miler I was like wow <laughs> Two miles Oh good Why would you ever need to run Any farther than that You're Done <laughs> And even just one year ago I was like, Do a five miles. I think so that's when I did the Matapoiset 5-mile road race.
2: Yeah, you haven't gotten up to 6 yet.
0: No, that was my longest distance. And
2: hey, look at you. You're doing 6 today.
0: Yeah. That's your easy long run. Yeah. And you're doing the Runner's World plan, right? Oh, yeah. Did I ever mention that, no. by the way? Runner's World. I went to Smart Coach on Runner's World. Plugged in some numbers. It spat me out. A 16-week plan, which I then... Opened up in photo sort of shrimp, yeah. and I uh, adjusted it myself. I doubled up a couple of weeks. It's got some step down weeks in the middle. Mm-hmm. So instead, what I did was I just took a week before the step down week and doubled it.
2: And you got yourself up to 12 miles again.
0: Yeah, it's gonna go up. My longest long run will be 12. I still am not that confident about doing the half marathon even though I already did one but...
2: Uh, I think because you've been a little slack your training.
0: I agree. We had actually gotten a, an email a while ago from some people from this group called USA Fit Philly. This little group of people who you all get together and they meet and they do group runs. They have pre-made uh, training plans. They emailed us and said want to be virtual partners with them, uh, <laughs> and train them for the philadelphia marathon or half with them. so i ended up writing them back a little bit late yeah. <laughs> i ended up writing him back and saying yeah sure <laughs> oh f- what'd she do oh, i just, just ch- checked checked yeah. i just you checked, ran into a pole my <laughs> oh, yeah, just, just, so shoulder-,
2: okay.
0: shoulder checked the telephone pole oh,
2: so you're gonna be a virtual partner
0: I guess so. They haven't gone back to me yet, but they do have little plans. I took a look at them, but I thought since I already had my Runners World plan, that I'd still keep to that. But they took a look at their other plans and uh, see if I can use one of those for some other race sometime. It costs like money to join, I guess, oh. unless you're famous two-year-long podcasters like a... us. <laughs> but uh, I'll put the website on the on the uh, podcast show notes you're ever interested. We'll probably do this again next year.
2: Yeah. Whew. Shade feels good. Yeah, it's been at least five degrees hotter in the sun. There is no shade. I've also been trying to acclimate to the heat by sit, just sitting in my studio. My studio runs about five to ten degrees hotter than the rest of the house.
0: It's on the third floor.
2: And it captures all the heat. I was sitting up right there, and I got all swollen. I came back down the stairs, and I looked at my feet, and they were like, they were huge.
0: Flintstone <laughs> feet.
2: Yeah. I mean, all feet swell a little bit, but mine never get really swollen. I have very thin feet. Yes, you I do. Thin do. feet and hands. <laughs> <Rushing> it, <yeah. laughs> but I do have thin feet and hands, I'll say. Awesome.
0: It's not the last hill. There's one later on too.
2: Where <laughs> are you going? Across
0: the street or just down the middle? I don't want to run on the grass because I almost tripped and broke my jaw the last time I ran here.
2: Reasons why you don't want to be a trail runner?
0: I'm not a good trail runner. I can't run on grass. I trip. I have a big nose. (laughs) I have to be careful.
2: You already broke it once.
0: Yeah. In a dangerous wrestling maneuver. Yes. I was 13. (laughs) Wasn't wasn't technically broken. Just, Just sliced almost. Horribly, off. Horribly, <laughs> horribly almost sliced off. Alright,
2: <laughs> let's not go into the details.
0: This is a very I don't gory. i
2: here anymore. I heard the story. How long have we been together?
0: Uh, 15 years. This is a very gory show today. At the time Dan almost chopped his nose off.
2: Yeah, maybe you could have buried it in the Freetown park Forest. Yeah.
0: I gotta tell you, I... I kept this a secret from you till now but oh, yeah. I'm not wearing underwear today.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> you all running free?
0: Yes I am. I'm out there Jerry and I'm <laughs> loving every minute of it.
2: <laughs> Are you wearing your built-in finally? Yes. That I bought you a year ago?
0: Yeah, about that.
2: Because <laughs> I said, wow, you know, boxer shorts under under shorts and the heat kinda hurt. Kind of some cheapage. Lighting factor
0: It's been getting a little moist <laughs> After a year you finally hit the plunge, Jay Yeah, finally I'm wearing my workout shorts a little built-in undies How's it going? Feels a little weird I have not worn, like, say, tidy whitey style underwear <laughs> Since I was about uh, nine years old
2: But it's technically not, because you get black shorts on
0: I feel the elasticated yeah. leg bands, you know <laughs>
2: Oh, believe me, once you start wearing built-ins you never go back.
0: I've been a boxer short man for ages. I'm
2: telling tell you, it's going to feel a lot better <laughs> when you're running without boxer shorts on. Yeah. You all that sweat.
0: It has been kind of moist. <laughs> so, figure I'd try these out plus, to be honest, no, I didn't have any other shorts that were clean, so. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I wonder who does the laundry. Yeah
0: are my built-ins. There you go. So we're just running around with no pants on? No underwear on? <laughs> Both of us? Technically no. feel free I I'd walk but that means it's going to take like twice as long to
2: get up to run like Stanley Stanley is not good on the heat so poor dog yeah. he uh, runs the sun and walks the shade yeah I've been using his method
0: yeah that dog is no dummy
2: yeah one thing about having a 50 minute plan is I'm not sure where to run the dogs a lot of them are run at faster speeds than Verna can handle now Verna can run fast But only when she wants to. She can outrun Stanley when they run, say, in the park together. But he has the endurance. But I'm I'm still trying to figure out where to fit them into the running because I want to run them.
0: I've been taking them on my shorter ones, like three, four miles, too, sometimes.
2: I I don't want to run them too hard hard in the heat or anything, but they can use a couple of miles here and there.
0: She'd be good to run with me, but she doesn't like to go out with me. If she wants to go out with all of us.
2: I know. She's such a border collie. you got to have the whole herd together or else. Yeah.
0: It's not right.
2: <laughs> if other people worry about fitting their dogs into their runs as much.
0: Hey, if you do, yeah. email running at gmail.com. <laughs> Let us know how you do it.
2: Let's see, with Cal there were more, there's more just like aerobic-based runs where you just, you just run easy. Uh-huh. So it's easier to fit them in.
0: Uncle Fitzy, his runs seem more specialized.
2: Yeah, and they're longer too. Like, um, there's general aerobic runs, which, you know, I plan on running around, you know, a 1015 to like a 1044 pace, which can somewhat be okay for the dogs. Yeah. But in the heat, it's just too much for them. Yeah. I try going out with them for a couple of miles and then going out for myself. I thought it really breaks me off a little bit.
0: Yeah, you gotta... And mentally. You gotta yeah. circle back and drop him off at the house. Yeah. Stanley makes me run faster, because uh-huh. he pulls, like, a little...
2: Oh, you do this to my speed. Yeah. So you've been running, like, 12-minute miles now.
0: Pretty much, because he drags me along. I don't have any choice.
2: Yeah, but you're not feeling horrible after, so... Which leads me to believe that you can push yourself more than you think.
0: I think
2: so. No, you can't. <laughs> no, I think so. Well, you're actually doing um, some speed work with the runner's world plan. Yeah. So you'll be getting some faster runs there. You did your first tempo run.
0: Yeah, I did. Uh, that's the one thing about the Higdon plan, Uncle Higgy. If he never... Well, the plans that I used didn't have any speed work. In it. No. It's
2: just sort of a get-or-done, get-the-miles-in
0: kind yeah. of deal. I figured... I would try some speed work, the options there for me, if I can do it, if I can't then I just do the mileage. But I did my first tempo run the other day, yeah. and I remember the tempo one, yeah. because it's like the tempo, yes. like a pyramid, so you do slow in the beginning, mm-hmm. then you do your the middle miles, you do your faster pace, and then you do slow again at the end. And that went well. Yeah, it went pretty well, except uh around mile three and a half, it was a five-mile tempo run. Around mile three and a half, started to thunder on late Around mile four, the rain started. Yeah. Around mile four and a quarter, mm-hmm. I was in a sort of a lousy area for a couple of blocks.
2: I don't know why you go to the lousy areas, run
0: Anyway. <laughs> it's my, part of my standard five-mile loop. I think i got to make a different one because some guy... It was very dark. It was also at night, by the way. Some guy comes across the street to me. says, hey, hey, let me ask you something. And I noticed, out of the corner of my eye, I think he's got his hands down his pants. Ah. Down the front of his pants. That's so gross. So I just kept running. It was was supposed to be my slower mile again, but I had to kick it up for about a quarter mile to get rid of him.
2: No harm there.
0: No harm. But the actual running part... (laughs) Uh, not the you know molesting
2: part (laughs) we have a lot of perverts here
0: yeah not the attempted robbery and molestation part but the running part was good (laughs) maybe he's got some sort of condition maybe it was maybe it was a jock itch or something a real deep one i guess um maybe he wanted to show you it yeah maybe that's what he wanted he's like (laughs) yeah he's like excuse me are you a doctor
2: You run running on the cemetery at night. That's not a good idea.
0: Hey, dang, also, danger is my middle name. Yeah, but
2: there's so much crime in the cemetery at night for teenagers. Usually you know, people murdering cats and stuff. Yeah.
0: Again, this is getting real gory.
2: <laughs> what happens when... Yeah. You work at a newspaper.
0: I know. You just,
2: and I did for a while too, so I got all the stories firsthand.
0: You just get attuned to all the crap that happens around town.
2: Actually, I read it I read it on my Google Reader for free.
0: No, oh, you're not paying for a paper? No. <laughs> Who does? You owe me a dollar.
2: <laughs> 75 cents. i
0: not even having the decency to look at any advertising.
2: Hey, maybe you should try putting it in your web.
0: The web-inch. <laughs>
2: Oh, The things that we, you know, the things that you don't put in the paper are pretty far worse. Mm -hmm. I mean, you gotta save the public from some really (laughs) awful things. Things that don't need to be in the paper, but
0: are uh, just like... (laughs) People think like the mainstream media. We try to jazz things up so that they're more lurid.
2: Yeah, actually you keep some things in.
0: Quite often, yes.
2: Like decapitations and things. You know, we don't always mention
0: those. There was, it was uh, an incident once where some guy accidentally decapitated himself <laughs> in our city. Yeah. His head out the window of his car, I think. Don't put your head out the window
2: of the car. <laughs> don't ever do that. Don't put your hands out. Don't
0: put your head out. Trust me.
2: <laughs> I make sure the dogs don't put their heads out the window either.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just, just trust me. You don't ever want to do that. Kids, if you're listening... <laughs> arms and extremities inside the vehicle at all times.
2: <laughs> Sometimes you, you forget you don't put in the like the funny stuff though.
0: No, there was once a story when recently uh, this couple got into an argument. One of them uh, hit the other one in the head with a hammer. We didn't put this part in, which was that the argument was started because the wife was curing pork in the shower. Had hung pork in the shower. Ooh. And he wanted to take the pork down, so he could instead hang his jeans in there.
2: <laughs> so that's that's really a great way of cuddling uh, an argument. Hey,
0: cows! Hey, yeah, yeah, there's the cows. There they are two sitting, down one standing up. Oh, that's a bull. That's a bull. That's a small bull. Yeah. There, they are. I didn't bring the camera, but trust me, this cow's there.
2: Yeah, when you live in the city, cows are accepting, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, we don't have much wildlife, run. Except for decapitated heads and severed hands and stuff. Yeah, so there was the pork in the shower incident. She had called, like, someone to complain. My husband's getting all pissy because I have my pork in the shower. She had the phone up to her ear. Yeah. He took a hammer, uh. tried to hit the phone out of her hand for some reason. Ended up clocking her in the head.
2: God, people are stupid. Don't get into fights about pork and jeans in the shower.
0: Yeah, this is another piece of good advice.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, it's full of good advice. Yeah. Don't run into town state forests. Don't stick anything out the window while you drive.
0: Nope.
2: And don't get into fights about pork and jeans in the shower.
0: Yeah. If we do have pork in the shower, just, just <laughs> take it down. <laughs> or get a dryer. Get a clothes dryer. How about that? Yeah,
2: hang out the window. <laughs> Can
1: Promenade
0: all around the room And find yourself a good tune The shows are gonna be starting soon Time to watch Time to watch 4G Even
1: if
2: that's me, folks Some and some water Maybe the light Have you figured out your ratio for uh, the light
0: capsules? Not exactly, no It's still a process Trying to figure that out i think it was supposed to take like three of them an hour but uh, that's
2: for longer runs though mm-hmm. this would only take us an hour right yeah oh, a little over an hour
0: i'll take one enduralite capsule okay
2: i think you only need one today Ah. Uh,
0: that's how you take a pill
2: <laughs> done i got it done. I, look, done I did drop one and i'm like oh, somebody's gonna think that's drugs <laughs> <laughs> Because I wasn't going to pick it back up. Because they're
0: plain white capsules. I
2: know, and they're kind of powdery.
0: Yeah, so you step on it, and then all of a sudden it looks like there's white powder all over the floor. Which is not even any better. (laughs) That's the problem with like nutrition. And electrolytes and water and stuff. By the time you think you need it, it's already too late.
2: I know, I found that out. (laughs) Remember Sandy
0: Diego. Yes. I found that out. I'm trying to take it before I think I need it
2: a good run. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. Maybe I just need to run with you more. Maybe. I don't know how to fit you in either. It's <laughs> a good plan.
0: <laughs> I'm not on Uncle Fitzy level yet. Oh, well, it says speed limit 30. I should probably dial it back a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I don't want to get thick <laughs> I
2: got a nice nine mile run. I'm going to try running at night after you go to bed. It's, it's
0: hot. It is very, very warm.
2: But maybe I'll help you go to bed earlier, too. Yeah. you still have too late, and then you wake up late for work. Yeah. it's the Pigeon Club. Yeah. If you listen to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, they mention this.
0: Yeah. The famous Fall River Racing Pigeon Club.
2: There was actually a bill to what, unionize pigeons. Yeah. And that was one of the questions. I've never seen anybody at the Pigeon Club.
0: Because there is a bill to unionize racing pigeons that perform in, or trains pigeons really, just pigeons that perform in films.
2: <laughs> and that's on the Fall River.
0: <laughs> yeah. We have... Look how
2: famous we are. We have Emeril and Unionizing Pigeons. And,
0: and Lizzie Warden.
2: And Lizzie Warner.
0: The guy who's sort of one of the head pigeon racers, he wants to uh, get that bill passed. I've never seen anybody at the racing pigeon club. I've never
2: seen one person. It's always very abandoned looking, and the grass is overgrown. I've never even seen a bird over there. No. Not even one bird.
0: Not just one hanging out. Probably, you know, the gun club isn't too far from here either. Not too far now. No. <laughs> Were you thinking they uh, they have target practice? Maybe
2: those things should not be too close together. Two great tastes that don't go together, <laughs> or not not so great tastes. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Depends on your case. <laughs>
0: depends if you like pigeon or not. If you like pigeons, you like guns. You don't like
2: guns, you don't like pigeons.
3: Whatever. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in Far Bombay. Come fly with me, let's fly, let's fly away. Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru. In Llama Land, there's a one man. Okay. Ready, Banana Mouth?
2: Banana. Bananas <laughs> are good. I like bananas.
3: Just eating a banana right now. Mm hmm. So while you eat the banana, I will ask you serious questions about your running plan that you're I doing love. right. <laughs> Tell me all about Uncle Fitzy. Go. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna be a little sick. Okay. <laughs> Chew, swallow. <laughs> Down it goes. Right, all set.
2: Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So anyway, now that we've been doing this for two years, and you've been running seriously for what, like three years?
2: Yep, three years is when I first started training for my, mar- my first marathon.
3: And you've done five of them so far?
2: Yep, and now on to six. Yeah.
3: Why are you going to Uncle Fitzy instead of Uncle Hickey?
2: I- I've been thinking about it, and um, you have mentioned this before, is that I want to get a PR for my next marathon and i've been training with uh uncle higgy since the beginning so that's 3 years now and i have not seen any progress with my speed at all and and i think a lot of it has to do with like all my stupid things <laughs> my stupid body and all that but a lot of it too i've been wondering if it's just maybe he's just not going to get me to that next level right you know and i've read a lot about Forums and other blog posts, and it seems like Uncle Fitzy seems to get you to your first marathon pretty well, but to progress to get those PRs, he doesn't seem to get there. Yeah. Get I you mean, there, uh, Uncle Higgy. Um, there. Until Uncle Higgy. I'm sorry, I can't get my uncles right now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a family situation. With yeah,
2: them. you know, I just feel like I I haven't been progressing. I was a little bit in the beginning of the year before I injured myself, and that's because I was finally doing some speed work. Most of Um, Higdon's plans don't have any speed work in them.
1: Mm.
2: And, uh, you know, I think you need some after a certain point, at least to get better. I mean, I can get the mileage in, but if it's mileage at the same speed, then I'm just going to be running the marathons at the same speed, which I have been. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe Fitzhigur might be the one to help me progress a little bit more. There's a lot more specific types of running I mean, a lot of it's not too different from Hal Higdon where in like the advanced plan, but there's a lot of things I like about him. Like his views on hills. You know, train for the type of marathon you're gonna be running. So if you have a hilly one, train on hills. Mm. It's a flat one, train on flat land.
3: Yeah, that makes sense.
2: So instead of doing hill repeats like Hal Higdon does. And one thing that I had trouble with when I was doing the advanced two plan was he Hal Higdon had the had you doing these pace runs up to 10 miles, and then you had to do a 20 miler the next day. Mm. It was pretty exhausting.
3: Yeah, I would imagine.
2: Fitzsinger has you do, say, uh, a long run, but part of it will be a uh, marathon pace. So mm. it's all in one. And then before that is a nice recovery run, which is pretty short and slow.
3: I see. So, so he- I think
2: I won't be as exhausted for that.
3: So he, co- he combines multiple kinds of runs. Yeah. I see. So I'm
2: hoping. I'm Hmm. hoping that'll work. I'm kind of an experiment. Plus, I think like, you know, with Fitzinger, I can get up to 55 miles safely. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to get to the 50 mile, but I can't quite get there. Yeah. And Hal Higdon doesn't go that far up. His theory is just add a couple of miles here and there of just basic, you know, easy runs. Just add add a mile here without any real planning. So Fitzinger has, he has, in his book, he has up to 55 miles, and then if you want to progress from 70 miles to, or 55 miles to 70 miles, and up to to 85 miles, and then 85 miles and beyond plans. Wow. I'm I'm probably going to do that. (laughs) 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 But, uh... I've been wanting to get up to 50 miles. I I remember three years ago, I never wanted to do that. I always wanted to do other things like biking and Mm. other things. Yeah. And I didn't feel like I had enough time for 50 miles, but I don't know. Now I do. Mm. Now I want that. Yeah. I want to get past that at some point. I think I can. My highest mileage week was 49 miles.
3: 49? That's not...
2: It's so close. Yeah. And that wasn't even with um, Hal Higdon. That was with cool runnings, but you know, I didn't like that plan that much because it was a lot of volume training But it wasn't there wasn't any speed work one of the training runs was 26 miles, which I used for that That Marathon in um, Providence mm-hmm. as a training run and that was exhausting I thought the whole plan was very exhausting. I don't, I don't think I got through most of it mm-hmm. very well now fencing here is hard But a lot of it's quality runs, or there's some general aerobic runs, I think, that's what he calls, which is just, like, an easy pace, but there's a lot of runs with, like, I don't know, tempo runs, and she calls lactic threshold runs, and, Mm. you know, intervals and things, which isn't too different from Hal Higdon, but
0: Mm -hmm. it
2: gives you a couple more rest days. I don't know. I don't know if it's the right thing or not, but...
3: Well, we'll find out.
2: We'll see. Hopefully I can get through it. We'll
0: see how it all works.
2: Plus, like, I like the science in um, Fitzinger's book so far. Mm-hmm. You know, he's really science based. You know, he tries. He has. He mentions the research being done to get yeah. to his conclusion, yeah. which I, is nice. I think he, more so than Hal Higdon.
3: And you were saying too that he kind of gives like a little jab at Uncle Higgy. Well,
2: I don't know. He didn't mention him. He just Not said that name. some people. You can. How would I? What did he say? Something like.
3: Some people on the internet, you were saying, like, some people on the yeah. internet with running plans, like, have their plans based more on, like, anecdotal evidence.
2: Yeah, rather than science. Yeah. And I was wondering, I couldn't help but think, like, is that, does he mean yeah. Hal Higdon? Because that was the most popular one. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> I mean, I liked Higdon for what it was worth, but I just, you know, three years later, I'm still running for pretty much the same speeds. Yeah. I know I've had a lot of setbacks, but I feel like I'm never stepping forward. Mm-hmm. I made a slight... Maybe just a little bit over the winter, but then I was injured, and I'm worried... Well, I know I fell in that hole and everything, but, <laughs> 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 but what if it was because I was so tired? Because he had me running six days a week on yeah. Higdon's plan.
3: Yeah.
2: And like, those pace runs and then the long runs were pretty exhausting. Yeah,
3: that I was mean, tiring. I mean,
2: it was okay, but...
3: Well, maybe it'll do better with Fitzy. Maybe we'll see how it goes. I mean, it'd be interesting I mean, just to try a new kind of running philosophy. Anyway.
2: Yeah. Well, it's not too different.
3: I mean, yeah. that one's
2: really all that. Different. Well, it's <laughs> if you all. you really think w- about it. Yeah, I mean, you got intervals well, gonna... and you got.
3: Yeah, I mean, you gotta like boil it down. It's all just like go out and uh, move forward for a while and then stop. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the running philosopher who's like, I think everyone should run backwards for a long time.
2: It was that in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I saw people running backwards for a while. They looked really stupid.
3: Yes, they did. Uh, uh,
2: I mean, I guess I mean, the, the best plan for anybody is probably having a coach or something. Yeah. I but either. I can't afford that, so no. that's not going to happen. So I've got to do the best I can with the people I read and the
3: books. And the books.
2: But you're not doing Hal Higdon either this time. No. Is there a reason?
3: <laughs> well, I imagine not really, not really. I don't have any sort of like overall reason why I said like, nah, not Hal Higdon. Because at first I thought like, well, maybe I will do just the Hal Higdon plan I did again. But then I was thinking like, well, maybe I can try to like go a little faster too. The same reason basically, because there's not any. Speed so you do work. have a
2: reason. I guess. That would but... be a reason. <laughs> <laughs> entrapment.
3: This is entrapment. <laughs> it's a reason. <laughs> well, I thought, like, well, I sort of came doing... up with the reason afterward, I guess.
2: Actually, I came up with the reason beforehand, and then you I just... gave it to you. You tricked me. <laughs> I always trick you. You're so easy. You're like Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, like,
3: maybe because his plan, the plan that I was following before... Uh, didn't have any speed
2: work in Well, it. that was a novice housing yeah. plan for a half marathon. And yeah. now you're doing the runner's world. And you modified it to go to 19 weeks instead of just their 16-week program.
3: Yes. But it has, like, speed work built into it.
2: Just one day. Yeah. Like, all their plans are just one day speed yeah.
3: work. I want to get a little bit faster. And I know that if I just run, period, I'll end up getting faster because I'll just be doing more of it. But... At least this way, I'll be sort of more forced to run faster I will be like Is that compelled. <laughs> more forced, I'll be compelled
2: to okay. run more
3: quickly on certain days of the week
2: well you you didn't mind that tempo run
3: no, I did a tempo run, and that was fine. hmm I did that okay, although i mean I'll see how it goes when I have to do tempo runs later on in the plan, and they're at longer they're yeah. like longer distances, but but you
2: build up gradually, yeah. Maybe, hopefully you'll see some improvement.
3: I hope so. I mean, just a little bit. Mm Because I feel like uh, I've just kind of stayed the same or even got slower.
2: Well, some of that's probably because you haven't been running. And some of it is, I think, well, we had had you do some speed work during the summer, but you hadn't Mm -hmm. hadn't touched it. So... so. (laughs) (laughs) I think <laughs> You're that, afraid of it. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to hurt yourself, but you've been running for two years now.
3: I'd like to get to the point where my regular runs are not at, like, 13-minute miles. i want to get up to the, you know, 11 and 12 range.
2: That would be nice. Yeah. I know. I feel like I'm stuck at, like, a 10.30 pace. Yeah. I mean, I think when we started the podcast, maybe 11 minutes... It was, like, my comfortable pace, and yeah. now it's 10.30, so... Mm, 30 like, seconds. Yeah, so that's why I'm, like, oh, I think I need to work in some more speed working.
3: I think, basically, like, with how the with the Higgy stuff, mm-hmm. I end up getting, like, too comfortable, so, like, oh, I'll just, you know, run at this regular speed that I always have been for a while. Yeah. At least this one, it's, like, vary it a little, please.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: You know, so, it, because I'm compelled to do it, then I'll do it.
2: That seems to be your thing.
3: Yeah. I'll do it if I have to.
2: <laughs> That's why you have to have, like, a dangled a race in front of you, like a carrot.
3: Yeah, I always train better when I have a race coming up.
2: Because you didn't, and then you went out, what, once or twice a week? At twice. the most.
3: Yeah, twice.
2: And then now you've been going back to three times a week. All of a sudden, <laughs> you just found all this <laughs> magic time that you were complaining about um, when nothing's changed <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, <shit.
2: laughs> Sand.
0: making time
3: Yep. You want to read those very quickly? Sure. We got a couple of emails here. The first one I would like to read is from the crazy runner. Mm-hmm. His prices are insane. <laughs> 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 I just finished listening to episode 63 and wanted to say congrats on your five mile race, especially to your mom. Oh. Yeah. My mom had a great time. Yeah. This past Saturday, I just did a 5K race, and my mom did this with me. This was her second one ever. She pretty much walks the entire thing, and she wants to do more. Very hey, good, Mrs. Great. Crazy Runner. I love to see new people achieving first-time goals and improving their health. If you want, you can read about my race report of the Inverness Citrus Summer Showdown 5K at uh, his blog, which is mm-hmm. Uh And it's a very good race report. I start my dual training for my second ever half marathon on October 3rd in Jacksonville, Florida at the Jacksonville Marine Corps Half Marathon, which I am doing for the Worldwide Festival of Races and my first ever marathon on January 10th, 2010, as I attempt to complete the Disney Marathon.
2: Hey! It's like everybody's doing Disney. Oh, a bunch of people
3: doing Disney. You might want to connect with Gordon from Running to Disney, because he's going to be spotlighting various people who are doing Disney or into Disney and running as part of his show. Yep. Running to Disney. I'm going to stop saying the word Disney.
2: <laughs> okay. Because <I> <laughs> be... <laughs> <laughs> They might get us for a copyright or something. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Congrats to his mom.
3: Yes. Congrats, mom. And we got another one here from Robin. This little note has given me an opportunity to let you all know that I am one of those loopy people who are just on this side of compulsive and listen to all your podcasts back to the first one.
2: <laughs> oh. That is pretty loopy.
3: <laughs> that is two years worth of podcasting right That's there.
0: Lot, huh?
3: I started with the one on Dan's first half marathon and have been playing catch up ever since. Or is it catch up? <laughs> The earlier podcasts aren't as bad as you say they are.
2: I don't know about that.
3: It was especially fun to hear the progress not only of your running, but of the podcast itself. Uh, I talked about you two to my sweetie in that strange way my mother always talks about her favorite soap opera stars. (laughs)
2: Except there's a lot less sex and violence and (laughs) devil possessions.
3: Remember that one? That's (laughs) right. Marlena, was it? Yeah. I do have a patch over one eye, though. (laughs) She calls them by first name and acts as though we should know who the heck these imaginary people are. I just relate so much to the both of you, I sometimes feel I know you. I think this is the universal appeal of podcasts, the ability to peer into someone else's life and realize we are all a bit alike after all. It's a relief to know that I'm not the only oddball who wears bottles attached to her person... (laughs) has scars from a sport as seemingly innocuous as running and finds humor in some unexpected places
2: <laughs> That's good. that's good to I don't feel so alone either
3: yeah that's why I, I know that's why I listen to podcasts I so I can you know find out about people's lives too in a way
2: so you're not alone, yeah.
3: Uh, My honey is often my man purse, Gatorade, dispenser, traveling medicine cabinet, photographer, masseuse, cheerleader, and chauffeur for my races. Aren't
2: they nice? (laughs) (laughs) Except now you're doing races, so. I know. You're kind of like only my man purse at some point.
3: And when you do the big races, no. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see. (laughs) He gets up at dark 30 with me for these races, and he doesn't even run. Having that kind of support is such an enrichment in my own life. It is heartwarming to witness the same between you two. I really relate to the special brand of coupled humor you two exude. Nothing beats being able to share what you are passionate about with someone you love, unless, of course, it's ice cream. <laughs> I have been known to say, "I love you, honey," but get your own.
2: <laughs> oh, we are alike. <laughs> <laughs> <I know.
3: laughs> my line is usually, uh, "You need some help with that."
2: And what do I say? <laughs> no. no. I never need help with that.
3: That was the line my dad used to use on me when I was Did a kid. Did it work? Yes. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah. it would be like, oh, do you need help with that? I'd have, you know, a big ice cream cone or whatever. You need some help with that? And, you know, me like a stupid kid be like, oh, well, yeah, okay. And I'd go, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm like, eat the entire thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've seen your dad.
3: Ugh. <laughs> uh,
2: He's an eater. He knows it. Yeah, I love my
3: dad. Thank you very much, Robin. You can check her out at runawayragamuffin.blogspot.com.
2: Ragamuffin.
3: I like that. <laughs> I like that, too. I've
2: been known you use that term once yeah. in a while. <laughs> what did, what,
3: where did you used Fliberty Gibbet the other day? Did I? Yeah, remember
2: that? No.
3: You just came up <laughs> with that in the car. I don't know, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> I don't know where we're going, but you said the word flippity gibbet. Oh. Uh, I thought it was Sometimes so I don't
2: pay attention to what I say. <laughs> and I also get into things for a while. I guess that's my phrase for now. Yeah. I remember I was into, um, nifty for a while. Nifty, yeah. Everything was nifty.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I used the word peckish for a while.
2: Yeah. Oh my god, that was addicting, actually. Yeah, that one's You a got fun everybody one. in the newsroom. To, to use peckish. the word
3: peckish, yeah. It's a great word, you know, when you're yeah. a little hungry. But you're not that hungry. Just, that yeah, little, just a little peckish. A little peckish.
2: A little peckish. Even at yeah. that banana.
3: We got another one here from Mark the Tri-Geek, who's actually from Fall River.
2: I know. Can you believe it? Somebody else. He, I, he looks really fit, too. You know him know. from the Daily Mile. Yeah. Which is a great thing about the Daily Mile.
3: Yeah, that's where we met him. He writes, Enjoy the soundscape capture of the Mattapoisett race. My five year old was somewhat captivated by it because he was trying to pick out things uh, which he knows from his race, the Day of Portugal. They have kid races before us, uh, and older kids attempt the 5K.
2: Ah. See, you almost hit that one with your mask, but you would have died.
3: I would have died in thought that day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but nobody would have known who you were as you have passed out crossing over the finish yeah.
3: line. <laughs> I know, and no one would have been able to give. Uh, Like, oxygen through the (laughs) mouth hole. The
2: (laughs) The mouth hole isn't very big.
3: No. Mm. Anyway, Mark also writes, being a triathlete myself, I hope you give us an update on Heather's first triathlon result, which we talked about last week. Yep. She was doing her triathlon. I hope she did well and wants to do more.
2: Well, guess what, Mark? (laughs)
3: Listen right now. Heather writes... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I thought since I got such a great shout-out on the podcast last week that my sister sent in, I should send in a race report. I did the Coral Springs Sprint Triathlon, which, uh, where is Coral Springs? Is that, I do No, know, he's
2: a tr- geography guy.
3: That is in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Or is it Calgary?
2: Well, your family's mostly Canadian.
0: Yeah, but not out there.
2: Know? I don't know. Uh, my geography teacher just talked about his Korean War days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't learn much. <laughs> we never talk about Canada and the United States anyway. Yeah.
3: Did you find out where Korea was, at least?
2: He never pointed out on a map.
3: <laughs> well, that's interesting.
2: Mm. Uh,
3: she writes... My first open water swim went a lot better than I thought it would, and I ended up swimming the distance two minutes faster than I ever have. So unless the distance was measured improperly, I apparently thrive when I have other people swimming over me and kicking me in the face.
2: <laughs> That's a motivator. <laughs> yeah. I would probably swim pretty fast if people were kicking me in the face, because A, I, I don't like feet.
3: No, you don't.
2: And B, I don't think I've ever liked being kicked in the face.
3: <laughs> no. It's the rare person who does. Yeah. I realized I need to work on my cycling, but other than that and a few hydration issues, the whole thing was a success. I finished it in 141-something, and I was really stoked about it. Thanks again for the shout-out, and I'm really enjoying the podcast.
2: Hey. Well, she did great. Yeah. Sounds like a good first race.
3: Yeah, sounds like an excellent one, and it sounds like she's ready to do more of them. Mm-hmm. And we got another one here from Dana from Three Apples Tall Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to let you know you are not one of the only ones that followed WWF, not E, because it, it ain't just entertainment.
2: <laughs> What's that? I don't understand this foreign talk.
3: <laughs> wrestling. I have three siblings, one a brother, and we would tag team. My side was always the Bushwhackers. Yes. And we would wrestle in the living room. The Bushwhackers were the Australian tag team.
2: Oh, I remember you telling me about them. Yeah, and they were always I've sort had of to hear out. a lot of stories about wrestling. <laughs> A lot of stories.
3: They used to look each other in the face.
2: Oh, wasn't that the one you were just talking about that looked kind of gross? Yeah, they were kind they of they grubby and grimy. Yeah. Like all wrestlers look grimy. <laughs> oh,
3: Yeah, they don't have any neat freak wrestlers, do they? No. I don't no. remember anyway. They
2: all look kind of gross and... Anyway.
3: Anyway.
2: <laughs> of course, when we
3: didn't feel like pounding on each other or basically my brother pounding on us, we would play with those stretchy rubber dolls of Hulk and Jake the Snake. Remember when Jake got the poison in his eyes and went blind for a while? <laughs> yes, Dana, I do. <laughs> remember that?
2: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh,
3: that was awesome. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was like some someone someone spit some poison in his face. I remember it being green for some reason. Okay. And it got all over his face and he was staggering around the ring and couldn't see anything. I think he I think he may have even I can if I'm if I'm not wrong that storyline carried on after the ring after the match was over. So he was like blind for a little while until it came back. Uh-huh. And he had to wrestle with his, you know, sixth sense or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
3: Uh I have a, I have cousins in Canada and one of them did wrestling in high school, like the real act, wrestling. The actual wrestling.
2: <laughs> not the fake time
3: Yeah. He, whenever we went up there, he used to, we used to love wrestling. Actually, the story that I told uh, in the podcast about my nose almost getting sliced off happened in a wrestling uh, move. Yeah. I won't go into it again. But.
2: <laughs> I think mean, that was like your first story you ever told me. Wow, what a catch. <laughs> yeah.
3: My cousin Danny, who uh, was the wrestler, he used to do this move called the bulldog on me. Which is basically you put someone in a front face lock, and then you like run across the room, and then you jump up and land on your ass, so that you're basically jamming the guy's head into the floor.
2: Wow, that sounds really dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad I wasn't there to witness that.
3: Oh, I got suplexed, I got DDT'd, I got the figure four thrown on my legs.
2: It's amazing you still have that
3: nose. (laughs) Oh, that was fun. I wonder, Dana, if you remember Wrestlemania 3, which is still, of course, the greatest Wrestlemania event ever.
2: Is that the one I was forced to watch in science class? It
3: was probably that one, because that was the best one out of The one of with the,
2: Andre the Giant?
3: That was the one where Hulk slammed Andre the Giant, yes.
2: Okay. I think I I had to watch that <laughs> yeah. for science class in 6th grade.
3: Yeah. They were friends, and then they fell out. I mm. challenge you the and they tore the crucifix from Hulk's neck.
2: Wow. I do know who Andre the Giant is. Yeah. I like that movie, Princess Bride.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and the Shepherd Fairy posters.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> <Anyway>.
3: <laughs> I could go on about wrestling for ages. I should just do a wrestling podcast. Oh my god. Anyway, uh, we got another last one here from Ian, who writes, I am a middle-of-the-pack runner, so enjoy listening to the podcast for that reason, and you guys don't take things too seriously. Us, no. (laughs) I run a lot through the week in my lunch breaks with my colleague Brian and try to do a longer run alone in the weekend, which adds up to about 20 to 25 miles a week. I also try bike riding to work sometimes, though I so hate the biking.
2: (laughs) I know what he means by that. (laughs) Yeah.
3: But I figure it's good cross training for the running. Uh, We're currently in training for the Cardiff Half Marathon in October, and hopefully I'll get a place in the London Marathon 2010. Ooh,
2: that's exciting. Yeah. London seems like fun to do.
3: Uh, On a separate note, I'm also into my music and songwriting. I would be really grateful if you guys would check out my channel on YouTube. He has two of his songs on there, and he would appreciate it if we would give him some plugola. Will so do. Yes, will do. If you go to YouTube, I'll put the link. I'll just put the link on the show. Notes. Oh, but okay. You, but if you go on, uh, go on YouTube and type EAN371, uh, you will find his two songs, and they're both very good.
2: Although I did like when um, I think it was his kids saying, "Dad." Dad! <laughs> <That's wonderful. laughs>
3: One of the songs, he gets interrupted by his kid.
2: I had to say, I think that was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> and the music's great, but
3: um, yeah,
2: <laughs> it's just so cute. <laughs>
3: <laughs> They're very good. He's got some very pretty chords in there, mm-hmm. I have to say.
2: I have no musical ear. To remember, but it sounded nice to me. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I play a little guitar, and he's got some very... Very, very pretty chords in there. It really are. Aww. Yeah, I like the one. Actually, I think I preferred the song where he he gets interrupted by the kid. <laughs> by his son. I think that was... Uh, I think that was... I liked them both, but I think that was the one I preferred.
0: Mm.
2: With or without the kid. <laughs> 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 that is funny.
3: <laughs> so, we'll put the link on the show notes to go check those out. Give them some stars on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And some feedback. As always, we get a couple of voicemails <laughs> from our favorite caller. Yes. Gordon from Run to Disney. Here we go.
1: Hey, Dan. Gordon. Running to Disney. Run to Disney.com. Available at better iTunes stores near you. Um, in honor of your, was it, two years? Anniversary? and I think I've been listening since the very beginning. I'm one of the originals. I thought I'd call in and share with you a little bit of, of history. Um... In high school, I was known as uh, a pretty decent uh, impersonator of Ed McMahon. Now, I couldn't talk like him, and I certainly didn't look like him, and I didn't have his money, or at least the money he used to have before he went bankrupt. But my special skill was that I could laugh like Ed McMahon. So in honor of your second anniversary special episode, and, and because I was excited that you were going to uh hey dude, that's my lane you're in. Sorry, I'm in the car. Sorry? A little road rage. Um, so I figure you guys are gonna show some of the uh or at least play some of the uh the most memorable clips over the years. Like the time where Nick found a potato chip that looked like you or when Stanley convinced you that that uh he could throw hatchets and almost hit your groin, you know, all those funny things. But anyway, here is now, it's been about 20 years since I've done it, really. I'm bringing it out of retirement. So here's the Ed McMahon laugh, and it's going to be distorted. I'm in the car, I'm driving, but this is the only time I can share with you. So let me, let me see if I can get it ready. Just uh, uh, talk amongst yourselves. All right, you ready? Okay, so Johnny says something funny, Ed laughs, and it sounds like this. Ladies and gentlemen, connect the Magnificent! I hold in my hand the last envelope. Mount Baldy. Mount Baldy. What do you do if you play horsey with Don Rickles? (laughs) You're correct, sir. (laughs) That's it. Kind of a Kind of anti but in honor of your second anniversary, I brought Ed McMahon's laugh at retirement. That's how much I think about your show. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you
3: very much, Gordon. He mentioned on Twitter that he could do that, and I insisted that he call and do it for us, because that was something I, that people have to that, hear.
2: That was Ed McMahon? I thought Ed McMahon died. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs>
3: He's going to that great clearing house in the sky.
2: Oh, oh I hope it's not moldy. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That poor guy. He uh, did not have a good ending to no. his life. I feel bad for him.
3: No. But thank you very much,
0: Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, yeah. All right, Gordon.
3: <laughs> I think we're probably less like, uh, maybe we're less like, that's what I think about it, we're less like Carson and Ed McMahon are more like car talk. (laughs) 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 We got another call from him too, by the way. Hey. A second one. Here it is.
1: Uh, It's Gordon again. I I was just thinking about was it your very first episode where you guys are out running and the guy drives by and, um, oh, well, for lack of a better word, compliments Nick in a certain part of the, the female anatomy. Uh, that, if that doesn't make it into the second anniversary episode, I'm going to be greatly disappointed. And perhaps you could also, you know, reenact Nick's fall outside the, the post office. Um, and, and we could revisit, you know, all those great clips from four feet running past. All right, bye. <laughs>
3: Do you want a trip on your face? for?
1: Uh... I
2: think I've done it enough this year. Thank all right. you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty.
2: Never mind the other times I don't mention it.
3: Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm
2: far too embarrassed to say it out loud.
3: We made reference of course to the famous first episode of Four Feet Running, where that hole <laughs> in the Mustang drove by and, and shouted something. What was it again?
0: What did he say? He said nice tits.
2: Oh nice.
0: Yeah, that's what
3: it was.
2: <laughs> so they're uh, still nicer?
3: Yes, they are. They, they've they even gotten better with age.
2: Oh. <laughs> well, I did get a few shout-outs the other day when I was running. Oh, so.
3: God. It's summer. Great. They still don't understand people.
2: Actually, but. you know, I, 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 I did my first run at night. I took Stanley for protection. He's mm-hmm. my... He's my bodyguard. Yeah. He's a good dog. (laughs) I wouldn't mess with him if I were a stranger. No. Stanley will bite him. But you know what? I don't get comments. Even though it's like scary and fun (laughs) at night. Yeah. But it's actually, you know, I get less comments because it wasn't anybody really around. Just a few kids playing in their yards. That's Mm. all I saw. That's interesting. A couple of suspicious looking guys by the uh, drugstore, but... (laughs) Yeah. Other than that, but I felt safe with Stanley because they looked at them and they kind of went away from him. Because you a, would.
3: He's a scary boy.
2: He's cute, but I don't mess with him. He's so many pounds of viciousness sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> We've been working on that, but sometimes I don't mind it. Yeah. <laughs> he beats pepper spray. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. you know, if I go out during the day, especially Saturdays, mm-hmm. south end, is <sighs> always a comment.
3: Right. <sighs> anyway yes yeah, so thank you very much gordon and check out running to disney podcast mm-hmm. he sort of revamped the format a little bit yeah. so you might want to check it out
2: so he's got some nice interviews about funk which has been very useful for me because you know, i don't know maybe it's rock and roll might and be. jumping him. <laughs> but we've both been in like the same kind of funk for a while
3: yeah the running funk And I can relate to being in running funks as well.
2: Did you run a rock and roll with John Bingham too?
3: No, but I did find out who John Bingham was. Did that count?
2: Okay. Yeah, you did. (laughs) Plus, he was was the guy in the yellow tight outfit that we made fun of on the video that was announcing the race Really? Yeah, that was him. <laughs> Confound you, Bingham. Remember you were making fun of his outfit?
3: <laughs> I had no idea. That was him?
2: Yeah. Oh. I believe that was him because he was supposed to be the guy who like starts off the race, I think.
3: Oh. Okay. <laughs> I remember never met the guy. I still have never raced Colm, to be honest.
2: very good. <laughs> he has I'll good advice.
3: Out. I'll check that out then. So I think that's about it, right?
2: I believe that's it.
3: So let's get out of here then. Okay. Uh, I can email fourfeetrunning at number fourfeetrunning at if you would like to send us email, if you would like to give us a phone call, simply pick up a telephone and dial these digits in the following order. One two oh six three five zero sixteen seven seven uh, don't look for the 16 button. That's a 1 and a 6. It would be one two o six three five zero one six seven seven. You can go to the blog page and check out show notes at 4 at gmail.com or the number 4feetrunning at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Check out the Facebook group. Where other people have posted very nice pictures. There were a couple from Paula. Oh, yeah. That were there. Very, very nice pictures.
2: After half marathon? Yeah. That
3: was very good. Yeah, feel free to post pictures there as well of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is about it, right?
2: I think that's it. You have to go run.
3: Yes, I do. I got two miles to do before I go to bed. So we will see you later. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. them or should it just not be mentioned at all?
2: They're unmentionable.
0: Alright, then forget it. What really works well if you're over in another country is just speak uh, a lot louder in perfect English (laughs) and point and yell.
2: Yeah. They love that. That works fine. We have a bit of wind going on in New England this year. Speak for yourself. Oh! I feel like I have a
0: little bread baby Bread baby. Bread baby. 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 Bread baby. I'm not sure. <laughs> they I just pick up what people
2: say and they repeat it
0: all. <laughs> yeah. The cheer writing book has kind of f- me over. <laughs> all this, <laughs> trying to be calm and relaxed and stuff. I just tense up and I get even worse. Because I'm not relaxed enough. Nick. I won't look. Uh, a little bit, but... I won't look. Alright, Nick is out. Having a pee in the woods right now. Mrs. Claus has a beard.
2: Or is that an elf?
0: That may be an elf with just sort of a feminine face.
2: Okay. <laughs> They're transgendered up at the North Pole. <laughs> I have 4.42 miles.
0: I have 4.61. Oh,
2: that's good. Cheater. <laughs>
0: well, Santa doesn't like lying.
2: Yeah. Doesn't like naughty boys and girls. <laughs>
0: uh-oh oh Oh, no we're
2: in trouble Uh, since i've been sick i've just been major geek at watching star trek yeah star trek helped hold
0: we figured maybe not downtown providence because it's a hole (laughs) (laughs) i don't know yeah i did the math basically oh
2: wait it's your math
0: oh yeah Uh Oh yeah, I don't know how much it was then. What would it look like if uh, a monkey fought a unicorn?
2: You don't see this many people in tights unless it's a race.
0: No. I think everyone else, all the people my size are at home stocking up on the buffalo wings and nachos. She
2: had at least three fish boning lives. She never makes fish. No. She gets her meals on wheels.
0: And we got a uh, statue of uh, various lumpy people groping each other in a pile. It does not smell like garbage this time around. Thank God. That's a beautiful baby you got there. Oh my God, he's a baby snagger. <laughs> and the guy's like, thanks. <laughs> I don't know. It's more like that. It's like that way. I don't know.
2: I mean, chop shop in New England? Like, you actually pointed and say, oh, it's a funny shirt. <laughs> you had like a bad muffin top going on with your tie.
0: <laughs> Mile three. Hey. Almost done, right? I did a 5K, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we're <laughs> almost done. <laughs> My butt is so wet. It looks like I crapped myself. That's uh, okay. It's a nice little light oh, you're getting gray. Damn. Yeah? <laughs> Damn, you're
2: old. <laughs> or Elvis with
0: the hairiest
1: shoulders ever. That's yep. four, just one left. Perfect. Yay. <laughs> and it's a short.
0: Oh, good. It's one of
1: those short miles. <laughs>